You're watching Screw It on Supple Wine. I'm your host, Mike Supple, and this is part two of my experiment with home winemaking. Got my sanitizer packet. Got a giant bag of concentrated grape juice here, this Cabernet Sauvignon. All right, now we try to do this without spilling grape juice all over myself and the kitchen. So just open up your grape juice. Yeah, see it pours thick and syrupy like molasses almost. There's still a lot of good juice in there, so the next step, you don't want to waste stuff, is to fill, some, fill this with some hot water, rinse it all around, and dump it back into the bucket. My tap water has smells and flavors to it that I don't want affecting my wine. So I bought jugs of distilled water, because distilled water should have no flavors, no aromas, because really I just want to taste the wine, I don't want to taste the crappy iron and whatever else is in my tap water. Now I just fill it the rest of the way to the six gallon mark. Now when you're normally making wine, you don't add water to the grape juice. But this was concentrated grape juice. They'd already dehydrated it. That way it's easier to ship, easier to handle. Because shipping around a six gallon jug would be pretty unwieldy. So now we're just adding the water back that they dehydrated out of it to make it regular juice, essentially. Now I need to stir it for a couple of minutes basically to make sure the water and the concentrated juice are all mixed in evenly. But more importantly, you want to get a lot of oxygen into the liquid. The yeast that turns the sugar into alcohol feeds on oxygen. So it's important to make sure there's air in there so it can stay alive and turn your juice into wine. So I took a little bit of the juice out just because I'm curious. If it tastes like crap when you start, it's probably not going to taste any good when you finish. Well, it tastes like grape juice. It's incredibly sweet. Which is good, because we want to have a nice, bold alcohol wine. It's supposed to be a big Cabernet. But yeah, doesn't really taste like a whole lot else besides grape juice, but... Very good, very concentrated grape juice. Alright, fingers crossed. Next I want to get the specific gravity of juice. You get specific gravity with a hydrometer. It tells you essentially how much sugar is in that liquid or what the ratio of sugar to liquid is. And then once it's all fermented, we do the specific gravity again, see what's changed, and that essentially tells us how much alcohol there is, how much sugar was converted into alcohol. So we can get an approximate alcohol content from our wine. I think it's about 1.096. Something important to note too is the temperature correction here. If we look at our bucket, our liquid is 70 degrees. We have 70 degrees. You add one, that's actually one thousandth that you add. So instead of 1.096, our specific gravity to start is 1.097. The starting gravity for a dry wine should be between 1.085 and 1.1, so we're right in that target. The next step is to add the oak. Now that I've got the oak in there, it's time to stir it again. Just want to make sure I have even concentration. Juice, oak, bubbles, water, whatever. All evenly throughout the entire liquid. 
Some big wineries do this to get the oak flavor in. Instead of using barrels, they use oak chips. And the major reason is because it's a lot less expensive. New oak barrels can cost well over $1,000, whereas this bag of oak chips is just a couple of bucks. Of course, you need more oak chips for a giant winery, but still significantly less expensive than the oak barrels. The final step for today is adding the yeast, which starts the process of turning the sugar into alcohol. And we're done. I want to go ahead and cover it up so nothing else can get in that bucket. A very important part of this, when that yeast is working and turning sugar into alcohol, it has a byproduct of carbon dioxide. If I just had a bucket and slammed a lid on there, this thing would blow up and create a mess everywhere. There's a hole in that lid to let the air out. We also want to make sure you don't have other things getting in that bucket. So we have our lid lock. This lets the CO2 out without letting any foreign substances in. Oak soup.